<sighs> okay, cool. <sighs> Working. Hey, Andrew. What? How you doing? I I can't. Who are you? What? Oh, that's interesting. This is uh, Wes. We were uh, uh, friend. What? Not friends. Uh, you were on a podcast at one point. What? What's going on? Where am I? Oh, listen. Uh, let's let's work our way up. We're gonna climb slowly. Wait, wait was I dead? <laughs> no, Andrew, calm down, okay? Yes. Look, this is gonna go. Uh, just some. We're going through some clinical tests. I'm gonna need you to, to blink your eyes. Uh, okay. Those it, are they supposed to blink one at a time like that? No, no. They're supposed. To, uh, can you do just a quick, quick two, quick two? Can you do that? Mm -mm. Ah, yeah, we got it. Okay, okay. and then just uh, tr try like a like a chin waggle. Can you do like a like a yeah? All right, okay. and then uh, you passed all the tests. We don't need to test anything. Is that everything? Don't try anything else right now, Andrew. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna, can I stand up? Uh, that can you stand up? That's a great question. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, let's see. What do you do? You remember anything over the last few weeks? Um, or I suppose months. This is the last I, time you were. I remember being in a like a a, a fridge. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Post mortem memory. I'm gonna make a quick note of that. So I'll just walk you through it. So, let's see, last few weeks, uh, I drove to California with Daniel Magden. Uh, we crashed into your ghost. It's interesting, I mean, there were a lot of ghosts, but you were among the ghosts. Yeah. Crushed my car, or the Russian Uber driver's car. It was a lift. I'm remembering a lot of things. It does, then, does not pertain to the story, but... It's... Yeah, throughout Mecha Schneider, right? The robot Mecha Schneider. Hang on a second, like, let me let me set the scene for you. We're in an abandoned building. Let me just, uh, let, me, let me take you take you by the... The, the ear regions, and I'm just going to lift you up. Don't think about that for a second. If you look out this window, you'll see uh, your ghost and the ghost of all okay. our friends fighting the robot Mecha Schneider. Is that right there on the left? Yes. Next to that Arby's? Yep. This, this is for Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo. This is Grown Ups 1, Andrew. see out there they are really you'll notice it's a very one-sided fight and I'll tell you why it's because I forgot when doing calculations that uh, a physical beast like the Mecha Schneider made of mechanics and flesh parts cannot punch a ghost okay. so I was kind of counting on these two things being equal buying me some time this has been about three weeks now of the ghost beating up the Mecha Schneider uh, so that sort of sent me into a spiral of depression. I can't do anything right. All my friends are dead. Uh, and then I started watching season four of Black Mirror. Wait, why are your friends dead? Ah, <laughs> oh, that's a great question, Andrew. Among other things, apparently lack safety standards in Nepal. Completely lack safety standards when installing your own DIY water tank. Basically, the mob mentality of 
uh, I believe it was Romania. Just a whole, just a whole lot of unfair things out of my control. And also, yeah. I killed Schneider Team Six and a child soldier. We can get into why people are dead. Long story short, let, let, we're spending all this time. Let's let's get right into the meat. I I had a moment very recently. That where I was like, I'm never going to get out of this hole. I'm never going to get out of this thing. Everything I touch dies. Mm-hmm. And then I had, I was sitting in front of my computer uh, thinking about how I'm worthless. And then accidentally in my Netflix queue, like a sign from a higher power, season one finale of Real Rob. And everything became clear. I felt abandoned by Real Rob because if you recall season one, episode seven, it was all... A diet pill scheme. If I recall. I mean, I assume from the afterlife you've been listening. That's not the afterlife. There were a lot of white gloves in the afterlife, afterlife, but I don't... You've had adventures too, Andrew. This has been really... White gloves. White gloves. Yeah. White gloves. Yeah. Symbolically, don't know what it means. But, like, other people wearing white gloves? No, just like, white gloves strewn across a room. Andrew, let's let's not get into it. Your story is fascinating. Let's focus on me for just a second, Andrew. Just a gosh darn second. I saw season one, the finale of Real. I feel like you've been talking this entire time. <laughs> I just mentioned white gloves once. Andrew, all I've heard is I bring gloves. tales of the afterlife, and I can't even talk about them. Andrew, I I I'm gonna put a pin in this, and we'll come back to it. I I feel like I have to wrap this. I have to close this loop. And the only way to do it is with the person I watched the season one finale with. um, You. And the only way we're going to get through this is together, watching it. So I brought you back to life. You were a corpse in the water tank, and I brought you back. Now. How did I... How did I die, though? (laughs) Oh. I, like... I don't recall dying. I don't recall. I don't. I, I have a strict rule. I don't put myself in situations where death is possible. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a thing it's I do. Like a, yeah, like, like a one of those standards, one of those things people have. Yeah, like yeah. never bet on twenty. Well, yeah. Pardon. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, we're gonna go over your biases later. <laughs> like, let's work on you. A tragic. I was failure. just saying, don't gamble. Is like, yeah, no, like, fine, Andrew. Fine. Like, as in, like, just keep... The views of this podcast are not those of Andrew Ruiz. <clears throat> I'm, I can't impress that enough on everyone listening. Andrew, the way you died is a past question, and we're looking toward the future. A future question is, why don't you have a body below your neck? I will. Ne- if you want to look down, I w- yeah, you're I was on the floor. I was I I was seeing you make hand gestures, and I wanted to do them myself. To echo the hand. Gestures. Yeah, but I was noticing I couldn't. Yeah, you're very calm. I was trying to lead up into this. I think you've picked up everything. I mean, I'm kind of like, what can I do at this? What can you do? Like, is what can you do? Yeah, you can. T- we can talk about season one finale of Real. Yeah, I, I mean, I really don't have a choice. It's not like I can't walk away. Ready to get into yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Let's okay. do it. Okay. Yeah. Bob Schneider is a somewhat popular comedic actor who seemed to have it all. The script is perfect. Thank you. This is the true story. I, I want this to be more real. True story. <laughs> what? When people stop being polite. And start getting real. Yeah, and I'm not afraid to show that part of my life. You can do it all night long! Yeah!
You're watching when keeping it real goes wrong. Hey guys. Hey, Daniel. What you doing? Beating up a robotic Rob Schneider monster. Cool. Cool. Can I join you? No, no, man. It's already called J-Sharp. It's an acronym of all our names together. Like that set in stone. Oh, okay, cool. But, if I join y'all, then we can be DJ-Sharp. Damn, that name is sick. Okay, you're in. Yes! happy about here's the thing i don't know uh, how, do, how do you feel about it uh, you you're the one who urged me down this path i didn't urge you down anything you you, you chose this path what are you talking about <laughs> andrew if anything it, as a matter of fact i feel like all deaths can be attributed to you because when we were at that party you were like hey we should watch real I, yeah i introduced you to the idea yes just absolutely just, you were absolutely the the dealer that pushed me down the path that that sold me the the bill of goods. Yeah. And now all of my friends, including you, are dead, Andrew. But we'll get like, but you're the one who who's led me down, and it's gotten to this point, the finale, and everything is made clear. How did you know this would happen? Where it all became good again. I feel like you're giving me too much credit. It's kind of like 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 yeah, just. Too much credit. You're a you're a genius, Andrew, yeah. and also a death dealer. They say the same thing about Steve Bannon. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're the Steve Bannon of Rob Schneider, and I want you to take appropriate credit for uh, your masterwork doing this. Let's get through this, and then we'll review sure, sure. this later. Okay, okay, okay. So let's talk about it specifically. Uh, I believe the season finale is the perfect parallel to the pilot yeah and we've talked about that we we did talk about this in life or rather your first life mm -hmm. where we've talked about how you the entire time you've been saying the finale is the good one it's the best episode it, it is the best episode i will i do not deny that it's the, and we've said you've said that the pilot should have been the finale they should have started with the finale mm -hmm. and i do agree we'll talk let, we'll talk about that and we'll get into this the finale is good because finally rob schneider isn't a completely distant rich person with his rich person problems. Yeah. Like he's a, he's a person with a with a real dilemma. His family's stolen everything, and he has to solve all these problems that are in the metrics of hundreds of thousands of dollars. And he doesn't have anything. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's like his Breaking Bad moment. It's kind of it it's is fun. Like the moment when he's yelling at someone when he first finds out and he calls his brother, and mm -hmm. he's just yelling at his brother about mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. It looked it looked like it's I saw a genuine emotion. He was actually it's, acting. He kinda had like the feeling of like a Grand Theft Auto villain. Yeah. But it was it was still entertaining there to see. There was desperation. Yeah. There was anger. There was fear there was yeah. there was moments of panic and it's so weird juxtaposed with like Patricia who stayed in like a like a limited actor step. Mm -hmm. like, there was one scene. Where they both, I was like, they're both really good actors. And this, mm -hmm. like, this two-line exchange. Please, please. It's at the very end when Rob first tells her that they're broke. He says, he says, we're broke. 
And her face has such genuine, like, despair. Like, she's like, oh, we don't have any money. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, he goes, my family took it all. And she goes back to normal. She goes, I, I knew it. Yeah. And she's normal. No, she did. Yeah. As someone who has encyclopedically watched episodes one through seven of Real Rob, I have, like, I, I know every line. And if there were moments where she was like, hey, honey. Like, <laughs> he was like, why didn't you tell me? And she was like, I've tried. At no never, point. Never. At no point. And she and there were moments where she she could have because there was that whole scene where he was like, uh, "My, I don't want any." Of course, I hate all my siblings. That was her window to be like, "Oh, BT Dubs, I think your family is stealing yeah, everything." They talk before bed every night. Every they, night, it, never came up. Absolutely ridiculous to suggest like, "Oh, I tried so many times." That's the worst kind of trait to be in a person. Like, I knew it. Yeah, I knew yeah. it. Yeah, but I guess I guess that's the I guess that's the beauty of the show is what the characters are saying and what they actually mean. It's like it's like Shakespeare, right? Yeah. Where th what they know and what they say they know are two completely different things, and only the most advanced writer could do that, yeah. and that's the, the level Rob Schneider's operating on. Okay, I guess you're still doing that. You're still, still doing... Oh, right. I've always loved the show. Yeah. Yeah. But this is, like, genuinely, this is the masterwork. This yeah. is where it's all culminated. It's the greatest, greatest episode, yeah. It really, yeah. So, here's the thing. Like, we, uh, as, as we said, the... The, you, we've suggested one theory that the finale should have been the pilot. It should have been the better show. Yeah. Just cut out like the last like three minutes of the episode mm -hmm. and then great. But great. the pilot so perfectly reflects the finale and I'll tell you exactly what I mean. In the pilot, uh, Rob Schneider has these problems with Jamie and uh, he creates, as we've said in the past, the stalker is obviously a fabrication of his mm -hmm. own imagination. Now, here's, here's what I'm thinking. Uh, I wonder if the homeless uh, Ryan Gosling is also... Because, again, if you'll recall, at this point, the stalker is completely gone in the finale, is never brought also, up. Also, why didn't he warn Rob? Why didn't... Yeah. He knows everything about Rob. He knows his... Like, again, so again, the stalker doesn't actually... Like, even though the stalker has said... I open your mail, I read he, all your credit he, card statements. He has his, he has his phone numbers. So he, has, he would 100% have he kept knew. track of that. So the stalker is an imagined, like, oh, like, who should I be? I should be this guy that knows my whole schedule. I'll solve my own problems. I'm Rob Schneider, but I don't trust myself because I have a lot of self-esteem issues, so I'll create this character that I'll enter into, like a weird... Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. I think if you, I th I think if you assume... Uh, Rob, there, obviously, there's not a homeless man that looks like Ryan Gosling. Especially in Hollywood, yeah. he would just be a, a famous yeah. person. He'd, yeah, he'd just be Ryan Gosling. Yeah, like, dude, I, like they, they found that radio, that golden-voiced guy on the radio, and he was homeless for, like, a little bit, and they found him and put him on the internet, and they gave him a job that quit. Like, that guy that was a criminal in Tart, and they he had the teardrop tattoo, and they were like, he's so beautiful, put him on the internet. You can't have someone that looks like Ryan Gosling. It wouldn't and happen. Exactly. That's, yeah. It it's so conveniently and, and he looks so much like Ryan Gosling that for like the first half of his like presence on the show I was like that's really Ryan they Gosling. They actually got Ryan yeah. Gosling. And I, I was like that's really funny that they have Ryan Gosling playing not uh -huh. Ryan Gosling. Exactly. Is but yeah, no. It's not Ryan Gosling because it's another crafted uh Rob Schneider personality. Also, he's a mute. He never speaks. He never speaks. He, which again, I, if I do have one criticism for the show, Rob Schneider doesn't know how homeless people work. Yeah, they because, they say anything. They say, they they took. I won't I won't say they took bits, but it was like a scene from Encino Man where they yeah. unfroze Brendan Fraser, yeah. and he's just walking around the house and he doesn't know English. Like they did that, but with a homeless man. <laughs> if you've ever met a homeless man, 
that's not how they they're always trying to tell their story. Yeah. Always trying to get change. That's not even how homeless people like. They're, that's, like, they're like, I'm not homeless. I have a truck over here. Yeah. It's uh, just broken down. I just need some money yes. to get some new tires. Exactly. If you can I have a family? And you're like, okay. <laughs> Here's my ID. You're like, I have three dollars. Uh, I can give, give you, you part of my bus. And it's yeah. like, yes, I yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. They, there's not a world where they're just where they just sit in your house quietly. All, so and like, they just nod, nod yeah. along to anything mm-hmm. you say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although he, w- <laughs> so uh, I, I, one thing I wanted to bring up, I, w- I was watching uh, a lot of reviews recently of Star Wars, and there's this uh, within there's the circle, the ring theory. You must unlearn, which I don't know if you've read about the ring theory at all. Mm-hmm. No. But the whole theory I've is you. Oh. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. You you're you're full of wit, Andrew. I really appreciate that. <laughs> I wish that was true. You're bringing you're bringing a lot of a lot of sass to the podcast. You're you're a great second chair. Okay. And I I it's one of those things where I haven't appreciate it. You don't know what you've got until it's gone. Who said that? I did just now. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't realize how great of a podcast guest you were until you've been dead for months. <laughs> Fair. A friendship is just a ship. Uh, without a friend, when your friend is dead, and that's what you are. I think SpongeBob said that. <laughs> that is. Star Wars Ring Theory. Yes, the whole Wars. the whole premise is the new trilogy is like people uh, crap on the new Star Wars movies, mm-hmm. episodes one, two, and three. But if you consider it uh, like uh, reflection, so if you watch episode six and like watch how it reflects with episode one, episode two, episode five, episode three, episode four, they actually perfectly intertwine mm-hmm. in a way that like, oh, George Lucas is a genius. I don't ascribe to it, but I do ascribe to the theory that if you rewatch all of Real Rob and consider the pilot and the finale and consider how they perfectly mirror each other, mm-hmm. specifically, if you recall... Episode one, what does it start with? Rob Schneider itching uh, his balls, itching yeah. his testicles, and then wiping them on his eyes. And then what does homeless Ryan Gosling do when he walks into Jamie's house, wash his balls in the sink? So, dirty balls in the first episode, clean balls in the, in the finale. What does it mean, Andrew? It means real Rob. Rob Schneider has been planning this the entire time. It's perfect art. It's all come together. Now, if you rewatch this, once again... At the exact middle of the episode, Rob Schneider's like, I don't know how to solve my problem, specifically with Jay. He's hanging out with Jay. No. Actually, if you rewatch the first episode, Jamie's gone. He's doing other things. Rob needs him, and he's not there. And then, uh, that's when the stalker character comes in who solves all his problems. In the finale, Rob is with Jamie, which is a reflection, and then Jamie creates the character for Rob to enter into the homeless Ryan Gosling, Mm -hmm. and that's another reflection that the character is introduced because of Jamie. In the first episode, Jamie doesn't do anything, and then Rob says, you're finally going to pull your weight, I'm going to bring in everything, and that's how they latch in together. Uh, every, everything's reflected. Everything's perfectly mirrored. Right? You with, you, you with me so far? I feel like I could have been, but I'm so envious of your hand gestures. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. There, I've I've won awards for my hand gestures. Yeah, this is. I wish I'd won them for podcasts. It's really just any hand gestures. Any hand, <laughs> any hand gestures. Any nice. hand gestures. Yeah. Oh, that's a fair point. You can't do yeah. it. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I see what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. You're with you're with you're with what I'm what I'm laying down. So uh, let's see. And then it at the beginning, 
Patricia is trying to get her ideas off the ground, trying to get her show. And then she's got them. Then she got them. That's that's like the through line. That's what I was talking about in the first episode. That's the plot yes. that vaguely follows the entire episode. It's actually all about Patricia. Yeah. Which is interesting. They also, I don't know if you, do you watch the episodes with subtitles? Occasionally. 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 Did you watch the finale with subtitles? Yeah, yeah, I did. Did you notice that they changed Udo's name again to no. Uder? Um, okay, so I will I will pull it up because I'm convinced they're trying to make me crazy. Uh, Here we go. So if you rewatch, let's see, before Ryan, <laughs> that that kick. Yeah. With the, okay, the Ryan Gosling homeless character was delightful. He was the funniest, like even funnier than the uh, the stalker character was homeless Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Every second, homeless Ryan got so. What? So with the subtitles, that's Uder. Uder. He's isn't Uder incredible? Up to the, the subtitles have called spelled his name Udo, Dudo, and then Patricia called him Uder, and they've never done a retake on anything. Maybe it's kind of like uh, Anne in the rest of Development. Oh, they want to drive to that. This is such a forgettable character yeah. that they change his name every time instead of changing actors. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah, that's that's very possible. I did want to point out, I think Rob Schneider is learning his weaknesses. And I'll tell you why. We, we, I've pointed out in the past, in, v- in various episodes, the editing in the show is awful. And it must be intentional. And I think this is the first betrayal that it's not, that it's actually out of skill set. But it works in this one because they keep cutting back to the homeless Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. And he keeps being in different places. Like a, like, it makes sense. It makes sense because he's just constantly moving yeah. and flooding. Also, about. there's one scene in here that really bothers me. It's They're right outside the club before they go into the show, and they're trying to get the homeless Ryan Gosling, and Jamie and Rob are arguing. Talk, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the homeless Ryan Gosling is behind Jamie, but when they lose him, he walked past, he somehow walked past both of them to a trash can yeah. that was behind Rob Schneider. Yeah. And then he was eating out of a trash can that apparently had all the food in the world, and he pulls a full cheeseburger out <laughs> of it. He pulls a... Somebody... Had a cheeseburger. Somebody yeah. bought a cheeseburger and was like, "Never mind." Yeah. And then threw away. They just carefully placed the it in the entire... bun and patty didn't fall apart. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even throw it away. Yeah. He was like, "I'm going to gingerly place this yeah. into the trash can, and now I go about my day. Yeah. I'm the most eccentric person in Los Angeles." Because Rob pulls him out, he has a mouthful of pasta, a handful of pasta, and then a cheeseburger. <laughs> and I was like, "God, where, where is this? Tra- I would eat out of that trash can. That's oh, a no, full. Yeah. That's a full." The most believable thing in the show to me is that. Ryan, a, a Ryan Gosling impersonator would eat out of a trash can and it would throw off nobody. Like, oh no, yeah, of course that's Ryan Gosling. He's always reclaiming things. He's super into rustic. Of course he would see food and be like, this is mine. I'm Ryan Gosling. I get to do whatever yeah. I want. And, like, yeah. Yeah. That's what happens when you're that beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ryan Gosling uh, could just could just eat an Arby's wrapper. Yeah. He could kick he... a woman in the face and they'll still cheer. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. That is that was really funny physical count. I hope I hope the same way I hope good things for the stalker. I hope such good things for homeless Ryan Gosling. Yeah. He was a delightful character, and I hope he's in the show again. Even though I know he isn't, <laughs> I, even though I know, well, it, it the the Rob Schneider giveth and the Rob Schneider taketh away. This is I think I think if there's anything we've confirmed is true, yeah. it's that. Do you have any thoughts about the finale? It's a yeah, it's a great episode, like we're saying. Yes. There there are parts I'm trying to think of them as I'm stalling here in the sentence. Oh. So what parts I find very interesting. Here's the th- and I oh please. I know is uh there's one scene where uh Jamie takes them to the noodle place. Yes. 
And the whole point of the noodle place is so they can shit on Blockbuster. Yeah. But they don't even shit on Blockbuster. They they use it as a chance to like make a sly attack at Netflix. Do that? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of... They're like, who would have thought that the ability to stream music or stream movies, movies into your home would have killed Blockbuster? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> I feel like you're saying that it's not that good or great. Uh, like, I think the I think the implication is Jamie is dumb because yeah. Rob looks at him like you're dumb. It, yeah, but they make this like, which is it's a sly like meta joke. Yeah. And Rob rolls his eyes. It's and like, like a, who wrote this meta joke? Yeah, Why are you rolling you your eyes? You can't roll your eyes when you wrote the script. Yeah. Like you can't be like, oh, what a dumb thing. To what say. a dumb joke that was. I think you wrote it. I don't know if we've talked about it before. I get so irritated. I love Adam Sandler movies, mm-hmm. but occasionally they have a thing, Waterboy, where they had the professor dress up like Colonel Sanders, yeah. and then uh, 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 the kid from uh, Adam Sandler and Waterboy, can't remember his name, but he's really? like, yeah, and he's uh, the professor's like, sit down, uh, sit down, and he's like, I love your chicken, Colonel Sanders, and everybody like laughs, and I'm like, yeah, but. He- you wrote in your script, and the professor is dressed like Colonel Sanders. Yeah. You didn't, you can't write, like, ah, oh, the character points out he looks like, when that, you didn't yeah. have him dress like a professor and then point out. That you're Colonel Sanders. No, you just had him dressed like Colonel Sanders and then had him, there. you didn't write a joke there. You just roasted a person that you created. <laughs> you can't do that. You created a person with a quirk so you could roast that quirk. Yeah. And I feel that like when I feel like when you write Jamie dumb and then Rob is like, "Oh, can you believe this yeah. guy?" Yes, you write him this way. This is what you do. Also, they trash on Adam Sandler. And they, this, yeah. <laughs> they, uh, they, I mean, through this, through the like the through the agent mm-hmm. is his like is his vessel that he chooses. Yes, but it is Fuck Rob Schneider, and he is he did write a character that yells "Fuck Adam Sandler," <laughs> which is delightful to me i i love that rob schneider is biting every hand that feeds include including the whole only hand that's ever fed him oh no absolutely it's the weirdest thing this whole episode including the 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 zombie pun show right yeah i was just about to get into that please it's it's just take take the reins i thought it was very interesting that he goes and he's still in an interracial relationship but it's not a mexican woman this time it's an indian woman i i found that the most like I, that that's what put me in a good mood. I was like, "Thank you, right?" Like, because that's exactly what a studio would do. Like, if you're like, "Hey, I want to present my life story," and they'd be like, "Great, we're just gonna change one fundamental thing about it." Like, and I was like, "Yeah, that's what they do." That, and then I saw the. And then when the zombies came in, I was like, "This is such a good show. I want this show." Were you raising a zombar? <laughs> zombar, and what like they say zompire, but instead of zompires it's a bunch of people dressed like zombies and then one dracula just in the back and i love the dracula yeah i have it muted but i love that the like so yeah. they have a zombie he's just, just standing there like he's, this like he's, and he's just kind of like i can't look into the camera i they will i will ruin the take if he's i look not even at, like a drag he just has to happens to have a cowl it's like a, i like someone just bought like bit someone while they're at a halloween party i absolutely like, just in the back at all times just like can't react <laughs> who am I looking at? What am I doing? It's just not in the camera. Just please, never in the camera. Cannot look in the camera. I and then he also, breaks. I feel like this is the one time I felt like Rob Schneider's anger was justified. Oh no! Oh. 
Really? Yeah, because he he specifies that this person messed up their line five times. Five and all, times. all their all their line is R. I and also uh, yes no. He's like I forgot my line five times. All you have to do is say R and die. Exactly. I get it. I, it's dumb that he and again like they act like he shut down production when he asked for a ten minute break. The dude already ruined the take when he was like I'm sorry I forgot my like so they'd have to re they'd yeah. have to stop everything and restart. They were like, Rob, why'd you, why'd you stop it? Because you had to restart yeah. anyway. And I dropped a bottle by accident. Also, uh, I, that's not how zombies work. It, that's how like a hungover person is dressed, where you tie yeah. the tie around the head. That's, just, that's, that's a fun dad. None of them are, like, I guess this one's wounded, but the rest are just like pale. I guess that's where zompires come in. I love the idea so much, is the idea that NBC or who the the... Network that originally approved Rob, his sitcom in 2014, the idea that they would approve uh, a, a show where Rob Schneider is an action hero that kills people with laughter, yeah. kills his adversaries with laughter. I buy it. I love it. I'd buy, I would watch it. I'd buy the DVD box set. Honestly, when they're pitching around ideas for different actors and they land on Jack Black, yeah. I'm like, that is a great idea. But like, the, like, And like, then they acknowledge, like... Uh, they picked up Norm Macdonald, who would make the show work. If I I would watch Norm Macdonald killing people with bad jokes on NBC every night. Yeah. I would stop going to open mics one night out of the week so I could watch Norm Macdonald with an Indian wife kill zompires with, with laughter. laughter. Yes. There's not even a plot. He's just saying bad puns if anything, for 22 minutes. Here's the thing, like, the way Zombarn got, like, only one of the zombies, if Norm MacDonald said Zombarn, every zombie would have died. Would have immediately fought, because, yes, Norm MacDonald. I'm, among the other things that were disappointing, if there were disappointments I had with the finale, it's that they didn't have, they didn't immediately cut to, when he, with, uh, Norm MacDonald, like, just trying to wrench the remote out of the Indian wife's hand. <laughs> Give me that! Kind of a thing. Because that would have been just, oh yeah. I, if, if there's one, we've, we've talked about it before, but if there's one complaint I have with Real Rob, needs more Norm MacDonald. Needs yeah. constant Norm MacDonald. Yeah. Yeah. Needs a lot of things, but. Uh, we've thought a lot about the hero's journey. We've talked a lot about it, specifically yeah, how okay. it relates to Jamie, who we've insisted. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. He's, I, I'd like to think he's the real hero okay. of the show. And obviously, Rob Schneider came close to Harold, finally he has like hurdles and he has obstacles and he overcame them, and he showed demonstrated resourcefulness as a character which he's never done. But like it's weird that he has millions of dollars and he's always helpless. And this time he like doesn't have anything and he's like pulling together. He's like calling up his old makeup artist and making up homeless Ryan Gosling and throwing him on stage. And there's that moment where he and Jamie are hugging each other and the Ryan Gosling is stripping off and all the women are great. They're like, we did it. There were no chances by which we had to succeed, and we did it. Uh, but I think, overall, if, like, Rob Schneider's hero's journey just started. And I think, I, I think the last scene of this, the last scene with Jamie is just Jamie sitting at a bar by himself, just yeah. sipping on his drink. Just drinking. And he's just kind of, all by himself, like he is normally, because he's talking about how lonely. So that would complete the hero's journey. Yes. If you're... He's... But here's, here's how... I'm trying to, if, I, we've talked about where he is on it, specific, it started with him alone, or he had just gotten out of an abusive relationship mm -hmm. with his girlfriend who blows people at the dispensary that she works at, and then she was, he was trying to find love, mm -hmm. right? He's been like a puppy dog, going from relationship to like, having no skill with women, and like, 
kind of forcing himself on them, which is, I don't know if it was funny when Rob Schneider first put out the season, but especially in light of all the weird accusations. It's gotten worse. It's so bad. Jamie's gotten worse as the season's gone on. Yes. Creepy. Creepy, yeah. Just bad. But. Like like when Rob's talking to him and he's he's like, sorry, I got distracted by this hot waitress. And he looks at her and he just, he's like staring at her. Gone. But so here's here's the thing, and again, I haven't seen season two. I'm sure you have. Maybe you can give me some insight. It feels like Jamie's journey started uh, with like I, I need someone else to love. I need someone else to love so they can love me. And I've I've rewatched the scene where he's where he tries to pull off Ryan Gosling, homeless Ryan Gosling, so many times, and then he stands on stage, and the women are all yelling at him to get off the stage. And this is the only part in the finale that like. Everything else, like, has a cause-and-effect relationship, mm-hmm. right? Where, like, Rob Schneider doesn't have money, so he needs to do this. So he, like, it's all logical in a way that other episodes in the past haven't been, which is why I love the finale so yeah. much. And then the weirdest thing happens that turned into my favorite part, where Jamie decides I'm gonna strip to start taking off his yeah. clothes and responding to that rejection like it's love. And then somehow the DJ knew to just change the music. Yes. He was like, let's just he had that, flip it. He had that disco track, like, uh, yeah. And then he took off the drive. If you look at the subtitles, it says uh, Synthy Drive Track, like the movie Drive. And then it replaces it with Disco. And the song is just like Disco. And he's just, and he like, he swishes the the shirt under his crotch and throws it. And the woman, (laughs) if you recall in the scene, the woman takes a bottle, throws it at his face. And then reaches down for another bottle and, and throws, throws that, yeah. So she was double double drinking, and she was like, "I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need both of them. I can't hang on to one for later. They're both going in his face right now." And here, so here, here's here's my thought. I think Jamie uh, and the end of his hero's journey was learning to love and accept himself, mm-hmm. and accepting that people may not like him, but that's okay because he likes him. And that's why you see him at a bar alone instead of chasing. And again, this bar was filled with, with women. the kind of women that he would fawn over and desperately like cling to like a sad dog, as Rob has stated in previous episodes. And instead you see him just by himself, sipping at his drink, self-satisfied. Mm-hmm. And that was the most heartwarming thing to me in the show, is that Jamie learned it's okay. He's going to be okay. I feel so bad when you're a guest because I, I feel like there are moments where you want to jump in and then I talk through an idea until you don't want to jump in. I just, I, I get so lost in your thought <laughs> is what it is. And I'm like, I'm like, man, I wish I was this good. <laughs> I, yeah, no, it, it, it's a lifetime. It's a lifetime of watching Real Rob. Two months has felt like a lifetime. Yeah. And that's it's, what... It's, it's kind of like, like I don't know what it's called in Dragon Ball Z, that little room they go into. It feels like a year, but it's only been an hour or something uh, like that. Oh, yeah. It's on... Uh, something chamber. Yeah. Time chamber. Yeah. It's run by Dende, and before that it was run by Kami, mm-hmm. who fused into Piccolo. I'm demonstrating... Because I feel bad. I feel like such a poser for being like, yeah, I don't remember what it's called, so I'm throwing in other Dragon Ball Z yeah. trivia to verify. Like, I swear, I know. I, just I, w- I watched it. I watched you guys. I watched so many episodes. Don't judge me for not remembering this one. Let's let's focus on the finale for right now. So we've we've covered mm-hmm. Patricia. No, we've covered Jamie. We've covered Rob specifically. That he. We finally talked about his family issues, which for the longest time weren't elaborated on, and this kind of justifies. Like we've talked about how Rob is a little bit. Well, especially cruel. He doesn't like people that are uh, 
less affluent, he openly takes advantage of his fame. And this is one of those things where it kind of elaborates on his character because he sees that he has to. Mm. Because First of all, he learned it from his family who have seen his fame and used it for their own benefit to his detriment. So, of course, he's going to pick up on that and be like, well, I have to use it because... Also, one scene that really makes me laugh is when Rob's taking talk to his accountant. Yes. And he's talking to, like, why, how, why the accountant didn't warn him. And the accountant's <laughs> like, you don't pay me for that. <laughs> yeah. You just pay me to pay your bills. He's like, I've totally noticed. I had this whole pack, packet <laughs> of stuff where they stole your money, and I have proof right here. Mm -hmm. I just chose not to tell you. Yeah. Because... Because I don't, I don't like you. I offered you the gold package, mm -hmm. and you didn't take it. <laughs> I do feel like we've we've absolutely gotten to the point where Rob we're we're understanding Rob's neuroses specifically why he, all all these things that were previously like Rob's a bad guy no he's a broken human being because his family mom, mom and his brother have stolen everything and they also I don't know again this is one of those things where I don't know how being a Hollywood celebrity works mm -hmm. I don't think a brother can just open a credit card in your name no. without you knowing unless you're also when. Rob's looking through the packet. Yeah. This is still in my brain right now. Please, go ahead. He's looking through the statement, and he sees that his brother bought a hooker, because it hooker. just says hooker on the statement. And all I was thinking was, like, if a hooker's taking credit cards, I don't think she would list her own service as uh, yeah. hooker. That's one of those things where you're very confident, yeah. where you don't understand how finances work, no. where there's a permanent record of it. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the, like, if there are bars that have named themselves the Aquarium, so you don't, like, when you look at, oh, I went to the aquarium. Yeah. A hooker wouldn't be like, no, I don't Ho care. No. Massage. And, and one yeah. one receipt for prostitution. There you are, <laughs> sir. Do you need me? Can you write the tip on there? Yeah. Can you write? Can you make, can you write the check out the <laughs> solicitation? <laughs> can you, do you take checks? Of course I do, yeah. sir. It's 2017. Just make it out to hooker. Yeah, put it in the memo. <laughs> put it in the memo. I need it. I need to know. My bank likes okay. to know. Pay to the order of sex. <laughs> I, I feel it. I, feel, I love... We keep jumping around because the finale has so many it's things so to It's so many love. great parts. I love the... Like, I, I guess I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards your side of the argument. It should have... Maybe this should have just been a TV movie that was 35 minutes long that should have just been the finale. Because I loved... The, the haughty writer character. I googled multiple times She Stole My Face so I could figure out what show they're yes. shitting on. I that's don't know. all I was... That made me laugh. Is when he, That's a good joke when he goes, he goes, I was a head writer on She Stole My Face. He goes, what the fuck is that? What is that? Yeah, that's a, I would love to know what that is or what like Rob Schneider saw on like MTV or like VH1 that was like, that's... And then he can't recall it late. Because I don't think Rob would be... Again, if Rob Schneider's shitting on Adam Sandler and other actors, he wouldn't intentionally be like, oh, I better change the TV show name. So I'd love to know what he, he was like. I was the head writer. What's that? What's I, I wrote 50 First States. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to know what, 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 he was sna what he was snapping and like, what's that show that I hate? What's that show that I hate more? She stole my face. I would love to know what he was trying to think of because I think he would have said it. Uh, every, everything was good. I love the, the journey of the uh, agent who has obviously gone through like a well, pit, of, pit Yeah. Of, yeah. When he gets caught and you, you check up on him again and he's on the couch just like broken. He's just a broken... He's, he's gone through a journey we haven't even had to see. He's traveled... It's, he's it's going to get a spinoff. He's yeah, going to get a spinoff. I show. hope so. Yeah. He had that Sisyphus moment where he like... Ex he's lost everything. Like, he built up a certain number of contacts, a little bit of profile, and he had to spend it all. He had to trade in favors to get Rob out of the show. Pushes the rock 
all the way up the hill. And then Rob calls him and is like, get me back. And he watches the rock go all the way down. So the, he, he went out of his way to please Rob Schneider, who I hope when you're an agent isn't the biggest name you have in your list of employees. He seems like it is because he's really worried that he Rob... really went out of his way to yeah. help Rob Schneider. He was like, Rob, quit. What am I going to do? <laughs> what am I going to do? Yeah. It's all over. This life where I have a nameless secretary... Yeah. That blows me every other episode, and it, they, it's not quite funny. Like, it, everything's gone. My yeah. life is over if it, I don't get Rob Schneider out of this. He's like, Rob's making 110 grand an episode, episode, and I need to get him out of this, or he'll be angry because he's telling me to. So, this is my moneymaker, and then Rob Schneider's like, Yeah, and he, there's no way to please Rob Schneider. And he's come to terms with that, which is why he's yelling into his front. Like, it's, 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 a, it's a tragedy, it's his story, it's his arc. So, I, I, it's, we're talking about ring theory, we're talking about people's journey from beginning to the end, and I feel bad because there's no, I'm, I'm trying to, now that I know that the stalker's story, I guess, I hope he comes back in the second season, but as, as of right now, he's left in the lurch, he's left in the, out of the loop, he's off elsewhere. Was he around just for the money? Like, what was his aim? Why isn't he here? It's one of those things where, you know, when uh, in your time of need, the stalker was beside you and there were two sets of footprints in the sand. <laughs> and then when Rob Schneider needed it most, uh, just one, just one just set one. of footprints. Yeah. But I, ho I hope it's one of those things where, I don't, I don't know if you ever watched Red vs. Blue, that machinima with uh, Halo. Yeah, yeah I, was actually, I watched it for the first time just a couple days ago. How, what season are you on? I just started. Like, just started? Just, just started. And it was making me laugh just because of how ridiculous it is. It's such a good show. It's so good. It still holds up even when the even if Halo's an outdated game. It's such a well-written thing. But I don't want to spoil. I don't want to spoil. But in, I just like the opening when they're like, why would you put two bases <laughs> <laughs> in one gulf? Basically, but, but, uh, nothing even here. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, in season two, it's a retread of season one, but one per... I, okay, I think I can say this without spoiling it. Season two... They redo the entire plot of season one, but one person travels back to the beginning of season one and accidentally makes everything happen. And it's one of those things where I hope in season two they're like, Stalker, where have you been? And it cuts to this finale, and the Stalker is just always just outside of frame, just slowly shaping the world to benefit Rob. Because when there was one set of footprints in the stand, that's when the Stalker was carrying yeah, that's, when that's, told him, when, yeah. that's when he was there. Yeah. Yes. There was another really good scene that I liked is when uh, Rob is trying to find a place to store all his refrigeration Yes. Again, again uh, no, I'm sorry. You go ahead. Yeah, and he uh, he he steals the hoodie from Jamie because Jamie's like, I'm not going to get out of the car. Yeah. And Rob's like, okay, so he puts the hood up, puts the hoodie up, and he gets on. Jamie just gets out of the car with him. Mm -hmm. But then Rob goes and cut, and I just really enjoyed watching Rob use these bolt cutters. Yes. To cut and he, the way he looks back to see if anybody's looking and he's got the hood on mm -hmm. looks amazing. It's yeah. a good scene. It's a very like the whole. It's very early Breaking Bad is two people yeah. yelling at each other and then doing crimes and then being like, "Yeah, we're bad." And then Rob shows up eating the hot dog and drinking the coke, even though he's broke. He, they already clarified he has no yeah. money. And Jamie's like, "Cause it's non-organic food. It's yeah. a hot dog, which is one of those foods that would obviously gross him out." And a soda instead of Norway water. And Jamie's like, "Who are you?" Yeah. And that's absolutely an early Breaking Bad thing, is Walt thinking he's a badass for bringing, like, a pizza home or something. <laughs> it's absolutely... I... I get, we've, we've talked about it, but... Also, I don't think you can just break into a strip mall and then expect someone, movers, to store all your stuff into this broken-in building. Absolutely. I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> I... 
No, there's no way you can. You can't be like, <laughs> hey, great news. Like, I know it says foreclosed on it, but I totally own this. Yeah. Just go ahead and load everything up. Unless they load, but Rob Schneider doesn't, does he, I don't think he has a minivan no. available that would have, that could store that much refrigeration no. equipment. He has two Teslas. Yeah. They clarified that. Two yeah. different Teslas. Two Teslas. Mm-hmm. I, I also liked the scene, again, we were just talking about how fun this finale is for demonstrating Rob can be resourceful when the chips are down. And then there's that moment where Patrice is like, well, we could do that. We could, maybe you could fly business class sometimes to the first class. And he's like, nah. He's like, well, maybe we could stop drinking Norway water. And he's like, nah. Maybe we could feed the dog just like. And I kept waiting for like, and again, this is one of those things where the brilliance of Rob Schneider is sometimes that there is no punchline. I was waiting for the thing where it's like, oh, maybe we could stop feeding the baby. Or maybe we could eat the dog for a meal. And it just never, like, there was, it kept getting more and more rich things like, Nah, I don't want to do that. And then there's like two seconds of silence. And he's like, I'm sorry that my family stole it. And I was like, so there's no solution to this problem. <laughs> there's no way out There's no you. way, yeah. Yep. They're not going to solve the problem. Luckily, he, Patricia is, is... Is just hoarding money. Which brings me to this oh, question. Yeah, oh. that's a go bag. Mm. That's totally a go no, bag. No, absolutely. She was planning on leaving Rob. She just didn't pull out the pack of clothing yeah. and the diaper bag that she had for the baby. Just absolutely, yeah, Rob Schneider is the biggest it, to not to see yeah. a big trunk again. And and I like Patricia was a TV executive, but for the last few years, like she was living off Rob's money. So I don't know where she got like stacks yeah. of hundreds that she was hoarding into a small clothing bag, like a hat bag. Yeah. But that was absolutely not. Hey, I kept this for emergency. She's not just storing $80,000 for no reason. No. She's not like, this is my rainy day fund. No, you were you were on the run. This is this was absolutely, yeah. uh, I need to leave this house. This story almost became enough with Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> That's official. <laughs> Don't remind me of things that are artistically inferior to real rap, <laughs> but... Enough, also very good. Yeah, yeah, Enough is a quality film. And I, I, not, I don't mean to trash on Enough. I, We're I, here to talk about I the... quote that film more than I'm proud. <laughs> <laughs> it is a great film. Yeah. I do like that film. Because <laughs> that's the only film where I feel like she went in and murdered a person. Right. And I don't feel... Because she did murder him. Like, it wasn't self-defense. She went in there with the intention of murdering this guy. Do you think if you re if you recut Real Rob from Patrice's perspective... It would reflect enough completely. Like, it would be the same yeah. story. I think she would kill Rob Schneider a lot earlier. <laughs> it w- there would be no build-up. Yeah, it would be, like, the credit in the middle of the credits rolling, you would hear Rob Schneider go, ah, and then dead. Yeah. And then the rest of the movie would be her driving calmly away. I still just want that scene where it's like, sure enough, as he is a coward, he would try to kick you and just, her just <laughs> ducking under the ropes. Yep. It's still a great scene. It is a good scene. <laughs> but uh let's see talked about patricia that that is that was absolutely a go bag that's that, a go bag that yeah. was a hundred percent like at some point i'm gonna leave yeah. i'm married to rob schneider <laughs> i'm not staying yeah and I, then she's like oh i have to stay now yeah. because i didn't reach my two hundred thousand goal absolutely at this point he has nothing which means i have nothing yeah. I, and he and you. I bet if you re, I bet if you rewatch the finale, you can see her mentally calculating as she steals the last drink. She's like, "I don't have enough. Yeah, I have to. This is still- also. How did they get the alcohol? Oh, it's a good question. They because they clarified that she did not have the funds to pay for the alcohol she was trying to buy for the show. No, and then she just shows up with this raspberry champagne. 
Huh. And the, yeah. I guess like maybe I don't even know. Yeah, because their credit card they don't have credit cards. It's not like they could just charge to credit. I don't think you can get a loan. Maybe even. maybe she did just pull from that go bag mm. a little bit. It was a hundred thousand, and then she just. That is the arc. That's the. Th- it's like she, maybe she had enough money in the go bag to run, and then she spent it because she believed in this, and everybody was. Udo walked up and was like, "You've really created something here, and you could see a well of pride." But at what cost? Because now she has to stay yeah. with Rob Schneider. Uh, she traded her freedom for, for the art. show. Absolutely. Was it worth it? No, it wasn't. Yeah. She, like she was talking the entire time, like oh, all these strip shows aren't even good. Like ours is gonna be beautiful and have a story and it was men dancing it's it was a normal normal strip show i feel like magic mike at least had like the movie magic mike yeah when they do the shows the movie yeah yeah the when they <laughs> when they have matthew Mc, matthew does like the speech right where he's like riling the women up and he's like we're hungry for you are you hungry like all that noise i see a lot of lawbreakers and then patricia's just sitting to the side like smiling and like cheersing every yeah. couple seconds i people come on the show and they're like patricia's a bad actor actress and i'm like no she does very well and then sometimes you're like i see it i'm like you're just ter-. like the th- like it kept cutting to her and she cheers like five times yeah. in a nine second period of time and i'm like just sit there just your your show's going well don't be like i feel like the, I, we're talking about how i feel the character would be but if you're watching the production of your life like you really believe in this and you've devoted this much time to it, instead of sitting there like smiling, you're like staring yeah, at it. Making open. sure everything was perfect. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And like I did everything about that, that second of performance. She, again, she did very well in the, after Rob Schneider revealed, like all of a sudden she turned on a different skill set and was like, Oh, this is very believable. But in that moment I was like, I don't know if you did. I don't know if you didn't create this. No. Yeah. This is... I don't believe it. Yeah. And I, maybe that's the thing. Like, I don't know how much Rob Schneider coaches Patricia, because I think he directs all the episodes, so I don't know if he was like, in this scene, do this, or if she, how much of the mindset is hers, and how much... It's him. But yeah, I was sitting there, and I was like, oh, if this was your, if this were your show, you would be obsessively watching this, trying yeah. and you'd ab- And you'd absolutely turn it on when you were like, give it up for Uter, that was great. I'm still angry she mispronounced his name so many, but... Uh, she's like, give it up for him and this person, and then got a big smile, gets off the stage, and then goes back to her seat and just watches it. Like, yeah, that's that's how I feel. Character should have been, and it just it wasn't. And so, bringing it back to the beginning of what we were talking about, uh, Rob Schneider invented the homeless Ryan Gosling. There was that moment, right, where he's pulling Ryan Gosling off, homeless Ryan Gosling, as his pants are like a little bit down, and Jamie takes him off the stage. And there's, up to this point, Rob's whole scheme has been, I need to get Ryan Gosling in and out without anything anything happen. Now, and I, I, w- I would like to reference one uh, moment in the episode before, and this is among the reasons that I have the theory that homeless Ryan Gosling was not a homeless man Rob Schneider painted up, but actually Rob Schneider. Mm-hmm. And number one, if you'll recall, in the episode before, Patricia was like, I want to get a big guest for my big opening night. And Rob is like, oh, I can do it. And Patricia's like, no, we need like a sexy person. So that would be the ultimate victory is if he got on the stage and convinced women. That He's he Ryan Gosling. Yes. Now, that's just speculation. We're, we're, that's circumstantial. I have to give you like a smoking gun. So there's that moment, right, where Jamie is pulling off Ryan Gosling and you have Rob Schneider and Patricia standing off to the side. Mm-hmm. So at this point, it's unavoidable 
for Ryan Gosling and Patricia to not interact with each other. Also, weird thing, Patricia, like, if you run a show and you know, like, and your husband is like, Ryan Gosling is going to be there, you're probably going to want, like, even if, yeah, you're going to want to be like, hey, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to bring you on stage. Instead of being like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have my menstrual, and then I'll just let Ryan Gosling get on. Like, she didn't even check to see if Ryan Gosling was there before being like, Ryan Gosling, everybody. Or, like, checking with a PA or an assistant. Just like, this will work out, which if you really cared about the show, that's not how that works. But... Uh, homeless Ryan Gosling with Jamie, and then Rob and Patricia over here, uh, and then instead of interacting in any way or even meeting each other, somehow it skips to after, where Rob Schneider's drinking and talking to people, and Patricia's shaking hands. And the reason I think it cuts is because Rob Schneider's mind couldn't collapse that reality. He had created like that Tyler Durden situation where he is beside Patricia, and he's also beside Jamie. And Patricia asks, like, what is Jamie doing out there? And Rob says, dancing. And Patricia doesn't react, because Rob Schneider isn't actually next to yeah. Patricia. He's on the stage, dressed like Ryan Gosling. So they're forced through, and uh, that moment where Patri- like Ryan Gosling, Patricia, and, and Rob Schneider are all there, there was no way for his mind to rectify that. So he had to black out and head to the end of the show, even though there was more show to go, because psychologically he couldn't deal with the trauma associated with splitting his personality and interacting two different people at the same time. Could not be done. Yeah, that's why. And that's why when they're in Jamie's apartment, the the guy's kind of mirroring Rob. Anytime Robert does anything, the guy, like, Rob crosses his arms, and the guy immediately crosses his arms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I believe it. I believe it with every fiber of my being. Also, I feel like they missed a chance to have like one of those cliche scenes that always pays off, where they have the makeover scene. Because mm-hmm. they obviously got Rob Schneider's makeover woman to yes. come in there and fix him. Mm-hmm. They didn't have a scene where like he's fighting her and they're no. getting up all kind of shenanigans. Yeah, but I mean the pretty woman scene, you know. That is delightful, and it is a comedy staple. I love that we skipped ahead to the end because they had that reveal that he and the makeup artist had sex and stole Jamie's weed. Which is fun in its own way. But yes, they could have done... Like, it would have been fun if they had the fight, and then, like, Rob comes back later and he's like, Oh, man, he was fighting you. How did he get him to calm down? Oh, he stole Jamie's weed. That was mine! Alright. <laughs> and then just keeps keeps going. The reason that I think the homeless Ryan Gosling was a fabrication of Rob Schneider is that, at least in the first episode of the pilot, the character that Rob Schneider created, the stalker benefits from Rob Schneider, mm-hmm. right? The uh, Because he likes being around Rob Schneider. Uh, when Rob invented the homeless Ryan Gosling character and decided to personify him and have him around, he forgot to create motivation as to why a homeless man would be... Because usually that would be like, hey, I'll give you money for this. And they never set terms. They were never like, hey, you want to come to a fancy party? You want to get taken away by like a rich... Widow, because that's the kind of women that come to the... Like, it never set that term. He's just sitting in Jamie's house looking at things and uh, washing his balls. But they never set that reason for him to be into it. Yeah. And that's... His only goal was to benefit Rob Schneider for no reason. And I think it's because his only purpose as a character of Rob Schneider was to serve... Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. And it's, there's that moment where, uh, 
<laughs> he Rob Schneider grabs the character by the face and says, "Listen to me. I need you to go out there and act normal." And it's one of those things where you know, if if you go by everything leading up to the character beforehand, he might like he's looking around weird. He wouldn't understand it, and he just nods and he goes out there like a machine, yeah. like a creation, and just delivers. He just he immediately strips and he's sexy, and then he punts that woman in the <laughs> chest, and it was. He riles them up. And no one hard. does anything. No one he does kicks anything. a woman in the face. Just hard. Yeah, just with she flies. Flies away. Just that, it was the funniest edit yeah. I've ever seen. It was really good. Have we, have we talked this one out? I, I, yeah, I think so. Okay. We went through the pilot real quick, and we brought it We brought it all the way around. Yeah, we got it. We sure did. Well, I think, uh, I think just my... My body was weighing me down last time. Oh yeah, yeah. So now we're we're really we're flying. Yeah, we're absolutely. You got it. Yeah. yeah, you're just carrying me with like literally. Well, I mean, we're almost we're almost at the end of that. Oh. Um, so I, I do have one more sign. We talked about the white gloves and the afterlife. Do you remember your memories as a ghost? Because at some point you agreed with the rest of the ghosts to collaborate together and uh, kill Rob Schneider. Does that ring any bells? I mean, that sounds like me, because I, like I lack any free will of my own. But I'm just I'm going to add that to the notes. This has been educational in a lot of ways, Andrew. I'm really glad I did this podcast. And again, the finale gave me a lot of introspection. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put your head on this windowsill okay. here. Just don't I really me. don't like how much you're lifting me, if I'm being honest. Like, I, look, I'm sorry. I need to be more considerate about you and your needs. I'm just gonna leave you here for just a second. Can I just please? Uh, do you need? Do you want? Do you want like a like a like a comb? Would that make you happy? Yeah. Like yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let me just. I, I got this this little fine one of these one of these switchblade combs. Oh, okay. Just, yeah. Just right there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Can you part it? Like right. Oh no! Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Man. Just for you. So if you look out there, you will notice. Yeah. Uh, the the DJ sharp. Is that what you're calling? The Mecha Schneider? That's what they call them. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, that's a. So, this is clever. I'm actually very proud of my friends. Uh, Daniel, Hyro, Spencer, Hannah, Andrew Ruiz, okay. and Pete have all formed a Ghost Voltron, or a Ghost Megazord, depending on whether you prefer Power Rangers or Voltron. And uh, they've decided to go by their acronym, DJ Sharp. I got you, yeah. Yeah, that is, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. You you had one seventh credit on that. Yeah, so it's, yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. So they have just about beaten uh, the Mecha Schneider to death, right? You with? Me? I mean, it took three weeks. That's pretty impressive on he's your a, part. He's a powerful creature, yeah, but he is useless against uh, ghosts. And now for our finishing move, D Sharp. F Sharp. Mecha Schneider is an unstoppable killing machine, advertised as such. It's never been defeated in battle. Therefore, defeating it leaves it with unfinished business.
That's the ghost, Mecha Schneider. Oh, oh no! no. it is going to beat uh, the DJ Sharp to re-death. Okay. Because they're ghosts, and they will disappear. And I know what you're thinking, Andrew. Wes, aren't you forgetting that, uh, obviously, um, at this point you'll have a ghost Mecha Schneider storming through town, destroying everything. Well, here's a good point, Andrew, and I say this as I continue to comb your hair. The... I'm not sure how familiar you are with the physical realm versus the spiritual realm, but if you reconnect uh, a corpse with its spectral presence, mm -hmm. uh, the whole thing will sort of collapse into okay. itself. So and I got a question. Please. I'm I'm here right now, right? Yes, physically. How is my ghost still over there? You're two. Oh man, I'm so glad you asked this. You're two separate entities. So you are like a zombie, Andrew. Okay. But obviously, it's a more intelligent. You're like a ghoul, yeah. I guess, more accurately. Zompire. Yeah. Zompire. You're Zompire, Andrew. And out there is your ghost, and you're currently two separate entities. And what I'm going to do, and it's going to cause both the ghost Mecha Schneider, which is covered in your entrails. Uh, I could only. I, we, we talked about that, right? I can only reform your head because uh, obviously your body was crushed and covered by. I had to use. When I remade the Mecha Schneider, obviously it was destroyed. In a lot of ways, I replaced a significant amount of it with uh, parts from the soundboard bot, but I had to replace like the elbows and the knees mm -hmm. with your parts. So I'm fighting myself. Yeah, kind of. exactly. Yeah. And the only way to end that is using more of yourself. So what? while I've been what? combing your hair, I've been no, loading what's... you into this what? catapult, uh, rudimentary, no. and I'm going to fire you through Can... the both of them, and it's going to cause everything to collapse. You, have, you seem to have thoughts. Do you want to enter into this one? I don't... I thought things had changed. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, nothing ever changes. You kept on talking about friendship, and I thought... I thought we were... Like, you said I was your, your second chair. That Andrew, heads can't sit in chairs. Okay. Can we just... Can we not... Right... and my friends kept telling me they would never come back to my home and some of them died for me eating lasagna so hard. Now all the lasagna's gone and I did it. No more ghosts, no more Romania. It all worked itself out. And just in time for season two of Real Rob, I feel like everything's culminated. The circle is complete. The ring is complete. And I feel so good on the inside. I've really... I would tell 
Andrew uh, to Andrew's ghost to promote and plug his Twitter, but obviously his ghost doesn't exist. I don't know where it is anymore, but uh, if there is any presence anywhere uh, that is Andrew Ruiz, go ahead and plug whatever you want to plug now. I feel like I've plugged something. This is my second time, and it's like Andrew Laughs 2 is the Twitter. At Andrew Laughs 2 on Twitter, follow it. And uh, you can go to the one uh, comedy arena page. One mic stand? Yeah, check that out. You can see a lot of funny comedians there. Frequently a featured comedian, part of the team at One Night Stand. So check out One Mic Stand, Comedy Arena McKinney. Um, season two, it's going to come out fast, and anything can happen, except any of the people in season one coming back. They've all been dismissed to the Shadow Realm. We're never going to see them again. They're all gone forever. Uh, thanks. Thanks.